0: Hello, guys. Hello, everyone. This guy uh, in the other side of the the screen is Rico Villand. I'm Al Berrell and welcome to our seventh episode. Today, we are going to talk about the learning process. We are going to talk about our own experience, about books and about masters. Welcome to Invisible Practice Podcast. So welcome Rico one more week <laughs> this thank you uh,
1: thank you for thank you for having me on the podcast again Alvaro. <laughs> welcome
0: welcome <laughs> so welcome to to the Netherlands
1: um, Welcome to Spain um, yeah like overall like overall sets we're gonna be talking about uh, learning magic it was right
2: yeah
1: yeah so so, so books theory but but i guess like how to learn magic from books
0: yeah um, actually i was i was having you know like a mental plan you know mm-hmm. and uh, my first question was to you is like uh, I, I would love to know your general opinion about the learning process you know like common mistakes like um when someone someone starts in magic you know things that mm-hmm. may makes us uh, to to to, to progress, you know, in a very slower uh, way. Um, You know, these kind of things, you know, like Mm -hmm. very common.
1: common Right. So um, actually, like when we started talking about this now, like something interesting came up because a few days ago, I believe it's two days ago, I got interviewed by this uh, guy who uh, writes this monthly article for the Dutch magazine of of magicians like it's like the um, Dutch magic organizations, um, has a magazine. And this article is called As Seen on Social Media. And he writes like stuff he sees on social media that he finds interesting to show it to people. And he found a visible practice, and he thought, oh, that would be cool to show it to people. Uh, So he interviewed me, and he said um, to me that uh, he noticed that we're very fond of books. And if I thought books were better than video, and I told him yes and no, because um, I think books are actually a really good tool for learning. But so are video, but, but the thing is that on a video, you can only show someone as much, like you can only show them this much. Like you have one and a half hours, maybe for a video and you can only tell them as much information, uh, like limited to have one and a half hours Where in a book. You can just go full tamaris and just write a book this thick, just only magic theory, right? And like, to give you a comparison, a normal notebook looks like this. (laughs) This is fucked up. It's a great book and I love it, but um, you can go much deeper into a book. However, um, in the old books they talk about how video would be such a great progression for magic because you can see how slides are done. And in some way, for timing's sake, video might be better in some way because you you have uh, for example i'm working on the charming chinese challenge right now on people of in version i hope i said it correctly um probably not probably i'm torturing his name anyway uh, <laughs> people has at the end like this beautiful move and if i would read this in a book i probably wouldn't get the proper rhythm of the of the last sort of move to to get the coin off the court but but because I see the video and because he explains it. And of course, like Gabi's theory of the hierarchy of the hands, one hand is one thing, the other one was the other thing. Him using that theory together with showing the move, like really shows me like, okay, so that's how this thing should be done, right? But, but at the same time, I think books are better worth your money for learning magic because Tom book is a bad example because the book is really expensive but um, let's go to Expert Card Technique. Expert Card Technique at the moment you can get it for 17 euros. That book is mostly Charlie Miller it's mostly freaking amazing magic, really strong powerful magic. Roy wrote the card magic, not Charlie Miller but really good powerful strong magic which is gonna change your game and if you have to learn magic you either pay 17 euros or dollars, wherever you are, for that one book or you're going to be spending about 200 euros worth of downloads to get the same knowledge if you buy the right downloads. So that's already why I would say it's worth better to learn from books. But at the same time, like, I think if you look at like mythology and history, it's very important for every culture to know their history, right? To know where they're from, um, to know their heritage. And books are the heritage of magic. They are basically the the ground, like the ground stones or the whole foundation of the house of magic that we've built, or in all of those books, and the ideas of the masters, and the development of the routines. And you can see as the years go on how the magic has developed and how the routines have changed. So I think that's very important. But but, but like you asked, what is a common challenge with this? Well. You cannot see the timing. You 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 might not be able to imagine the routine. So in some way having a master or a teacher or someone showing you on video how to do something can help you with how something is supposed to look. On the other hand, if we just do a very basic exercise, we can help this, which is how should this look in reality? Right? If I do a double lift, it shouldn't look like a double lift, it should look like you're turning over a single card right so you just imagine in your mind sort of like okay how would a perfect double lift look like you create like a mental movie you try to imagine it visualize it and then you can see it okay I'm gonna try to do this or even how should the fuck should I do this I am not good at visualizing single card oh that's then also how my double lift should look like right because that's the way you do it so I think that's the way to solve it, to help it. But, but I see very funky, weird, um, timings and ways of doing techniques because people <laughs> misread them in books, for example.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, I think there, there's something else, you know, like, I don't know how to, how to describe it, but it happened, it happened to me, you know, when I started in magic. Uh, but, but, I was lucky because I have like very good mentors in, 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 in magic. Um, you know, like when, when, when I started in magic, someone told me like, I should learn how to, how to hold back, you know, how to hold and I was
1: For how to I, hold, how to hold what, you
0: know, like, yeah how to hold back, you know, like how to hold like I, I i was all the time saying like I want to learn that, you know. Uh, oh, I like to, this uh, time. like yeah. I was like starving, you know, <laughs> like yeah. of knowledge. You know, I i wanted to, to learn everything. I, I wanted to, to see everything. I wanted to to practice everything, you know. Um it sounds like a stupid, you know, so I think it's very good if you are interested um, if you have interest in, on, on everything you know at the same time it's very good if you follow some some steps you know so yeah. as soon as you realize about what's the good you know way and where is the 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 trash you know mm-hmm. you are going to you're going to be able to follow the the, the good way you know but I mean, would
1: you have any any like um, criteria for that? Like, let's say you don't know anything about magic, then how are you gonna differentiate between the good way and the trash?
0: Yeah, it's going to sound like very very relativist, relative. You know, like but but what I'm saying is like many many people who start in magic don't have you know like a, like a, like an idol. You know. So it's very good if if you have like someone to to follow, you know. Because if you try to to learn to learn something from from him, from her, you know, if you have something, someone, you know, to 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 follow, you know, to to learn like some some material, you are going to be focused on one thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was very important in my in my personal experience because I had a mentor and I wanted to learn everything from this person. So if this person, uh, if, for example, my mentor told me, I think you should wait uh, for this and you should practice this other thing. So I was practicing, for example, the MSL account before practicing the pass. And maybe he was wrong, but. I followed his steps and his advices, and it make it made sense in the moment, you know. So, so maybe you are wrong, you know. Taking you know someone as a, as an idol, you know, as a reference, but 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 I think it's very you know, important.
1: I suppose that in that moment you're saying, "I want to do magic like this person."
0: Yeah. Right. Or, and
1: then and then you just follow the way to to do it, like.
0: One that you admire yeah having a refer.
1: but do you think there are there's any way for like like let's say like for for me personally for example um, I didn't have a mentor when I started out right away that's something that came later but but let's say we're talking to someone that starts out right now and because because in the Netherlands right now it's sort of all the mentors are dead they all died or left. Um there's still some pretty good ones here but, but like that you could learn a lot from. But but like let's say the masters that they're gone Sadly enough. If you would have someone that's starting out in such a situation, or that doesn't know anyone around him, and by chance would stumble upon you, right? Um what would you recommend him to differentiate between those those things? To still learn magic in a way that's gonna help him to progress throughout the art and not get stuck into a buying loop where you get greedy because you love this thing you want more knowledge of this i'm gonna learn this and that and this and that and this and that and in the end you're sort of lost in in things in routines you have but you can't really do any of them when you don't learn much from them anymore well
0: my, my theory is quite simple if internet has been like a tool to, to, to to spread, you know, like bad uh, things, I think we can use it like a like a tool to to spread good things, you know. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you can use it to contact magicians, you know, uh, from your same city. You can contact to to contact. Uh, you can use it to contact magicians from this, different cities to get master classes. Through Zoom or Skype or whatever, so that's a that's a good point as well. You can use it to to watch online lectures. You can. So what I what I'm saying is like if you want to start in magic, uh, I don't want to go with with books because I I prefer to to leave it for later. You know, but but there are like some fundamental steps. You know, like. Of course, you should try to 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 have a Gabby is to say like before uh, before to learn, you know, before you, you start learning, you know, like how to do some secret movements with the deck of cards or with the coins or that, you have to be you have to be familiarized with the element, you know. Mm. So if you know how to roll the coins through your fingers, if you don't know how to 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 hold the deck of cards in your hand. Mm. You don't know how to how to um, to hold a ball, uh, how, how to feel it and, and the tex- mm-hmm. the texture of the ball. If you are not conscious about these things, you are not going to be a good magician because you are not going to to know anything about the the element. You know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So this is the first the first thing. Then, if you want to be a good magician, to have a good magician. Of course, you have to, to to try many elements, but you have to stu- to study card magic and coins for sure. That's like mm-hmm. something that you have to do. Why? Because card magic is the most evolutionary uh, branch of magic. And coin magic, if you don't want to to take coin magic, you can you can take a different one, but. In my opinion, coin magic is like the, the branch of magic that is going to give you like the discipline because the sound of a coin, you know, uh, falling and rolling, like it's going to humiliate you. And if you are, if you, if you can, you know, stand, you know, like this, this um, feeling, you know, of humiliation, you know, like rolling the coin you know in your room you know over and over again and if you are able to to, to present a a cream in front of an audience you know like using mm-hmm. your sleeves or whatever like with different difficult techniques you are going to be a, a good magician mm. that's my theory but this is a personal opinion yeah
1: yeah but i also think it's a good it's a good theory because um in general, those the those close-up things, when they're properly studied, they also give you like a proper context to then later do magic on stage to transfer your magic on stage because it teaches you a certain nuance and um, a sort of perfection in techniques as well as in the direction that you're going with this, your psychological direction. On stage, you can flash more. But, but, but still not doing that on stage can help you tremendously, because there might still be that one person all the way in the left of the audience that sees you flash. Or if you just got that bit more nuance, like your audience like, can feel it. Like, like Thomas would say, I don't know why. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: That's a mystery to me. <laughs> but, 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 but they feel it. You know? <laughs>
0: uh, totally, totally. Uh, but yeah, I think in this case, internet can help us you know, a, a lot. To afford this, this mm. you know, this situation and and yeah, and then we can we can talk about for, for example the books or the the mentors or, or whatever. And um, for example, there are like some books or some theories or some magicians that you can't avoid to to study them. You know, if you want to be a good magician, because it's mm. stupid. It's like For example you can't be a mathematician if you don't know
1: how to who would be your top five today
0: not my top five
1: what who would be your top five today so today like where we're we're right now on the 30th of june 2021 who would be your top five magicians for close-up magic like that you cannot do without studying. It would just be like a general bad life decision if you don't study these people.
0: You know, this is a trap.
1: I know, that's why it's fun. Go.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you have to make the difference between the interpretation, the study. Uh, for example, let me tell you something. If we want to learn about the secret, of course we have to study burning, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: If
0: we want to talk, if we want to to learn about means direction, we have to study, or, for example, Sladini,
1: okay. Or, or Tommy Wonder or Scania.
0: Yeah, and, and Sladini, Tommy Wonder, for example, or Scania uh even, even but i guess would, kind of... it
1: would be better for structure right than, yeah than, than
0: in, a... in my opinion is like construction um uh, um cover yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: um if you want to, to 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 study about for example timing gosh mm-hmm. man you know if you want to study about how to communicate to, to the audience you know um how to be like the preferred professional you should study uh, thread caps and I, and I can continue if you, or summaries mm. for example the perfect mm. professional can be you know in different stages thread caps or tamaris, tamaris is awesome uh, i've seen summaries mm. like many times in life and this is one of the most amazing experiences in my life mm. awesome Awesome. Or if you
1: want to study how to be an artist, then Rene Le well, that's,
0: yeah. that's the, the next step, you know, Rene mm-hmm. So, so I, I can, I can, I can continue. You know, with, with many others. What, what I, what I'm, mean, what I'm saying is like, it depends on, on, on the moment. You know, you are. But mm-hmm. if you, if you start in magic, you have to, to learn some things about the elements and about magic, you know, for example, something that you should learn and something that every single book of magic should have is like the conception that you that put on his book. What is like, it's important that the spectator don't see the secret, but it's, it is even more important that the spectator don't feel and don't even you
1: know realize that mm.
0: it could exist
1: a secret you know yeah but that's also like uh, whenever i have a conversation with with like someone that doesn't do magic about magic and i notice that they're genuinely interested in it like they are not just asking it for for shits and giggles but they're, they genuinely want to know a bit more um i tell them very often like well one of the biggest misconceptions about magic like one of the biggest memes which is like a culturally believed idea is that we are very quick with the fingers, that we use quick slide of hand. Because we don't use quick slide of hand, we use smooth slide of hand, at least if it's good, it's smooth. It's not quick, it's smooth. Because a quick move, if I would do a really quick side steal, you would see it. You would know immediately, like you wouldn't see what's happening, but you would see something and you go, he did something there. Well, if you do something perfectly smooth and slow, it can make it look like, like what you're saying, like they don't even feel it. And someone goes like, yeah, but you didn't do anything. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, so, so, but that's also like, I guess, this is something when I went into magic, I had to figure out, because if you feel nervous, you have the tendency to rush things, to go quicker over things. Well, if you get something very good in your system, you do something properly, something actually looks much better for some weird reason, even if there is moment when the coin should be if you do like um like a pass with a coin right where you put your palm it that would look even better if you do it slow than if you would do it quick because for some weird ass fucking reason your mind f- shows you a coin that flies through the air to the other hand that never existed but still yeah. your mind shows it and if you've seen this move often enough right now as a magician you saw a coin fly from this hand to this hand see and, and I think that's a very important thing to consider and and with, with what you're saying also I think that's why for card magic Royal Road is such a perfect book because if you study it and you're a beginner because it teaches you hey here's the way to do an overhand shuffle no. now this you can do with an overhand shuffle now you can, this is the way to make it a false move and this is the way that you can use this move and it teaches you All the handling, your overhand shuffle, first learn this. Okay, now you can learn how to retain one card. Now you can learn how to retain multiple. Now you can learn how to retain a stock. Now you can learn what to do when you can retain a stock. Oh, by the way, you could do this. Here is a table shuffle. By the way, you can also do the same things with a table shuffle as an overhand shuffle if you change these techniques up a little bit. By the way, doing a table shuffle with certain stacks, you can do very cool shit. Here is something you can play with. Right, so like with what you're saying and with Gabi's conception, I think that book is perfect if you're a beginner to learn card magic because it teaches you how to handle the elements before it goes on to like, here's a double lift, here's top change, here's a palm, here's this weirdest fucking move you're never gonna use for anything else, but it looks cool and you can use it for this routine because I came up with this move, so I had to come up with a routine, but that's not really a good routine, but hey, here it is. Yeah,
0: I had a, 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 a like like kind of argument with with my friend Eduardo Kaufman, you know, once like, months ago, because he he used to say like to say like uh, the, ro- the Royal, Royal Road to Car Magic was not you know like a great book because there there were like many jumps, you know like he, he, huge jumps, you know in in the book you know. Uh, he said, and suddenly you have to learn how to do the past. and and I feel like the, the, the amateur isn't ready to, to learn it and, and everything the that. And I told him, I don't like, you know, when people, you know, grabs a book of magic and they don't, they don't see, you know, the date when the, the date of the book, you know, when the book was published and they don't try to compare the this thing, you know, this detail with with the environment, you know, with the context, because the life rhythm, you know, when the book was published is totally different uh, to -hmm. the life rhythm that we have today, because at that moment, you know, people had to work very very hard to to practice just how to handle the, how to hold the deck of cards, you know? And today you go to YouTube and you have like thousands thousand of tutorials of of many things, you know. So so for sure, when when a person arrives to to, to the chapter, you know, when the passes uh, where the past was explained, the this this person was more than ready to to learn it because people from from these uh, years, you know, they were more than ready that they, they were practicing all the day, you know, and, and of course, and if you weren't, you know, it, it was like, like a test, you know, like, a like, a, um, I don't know, like a hobby test, you know, if you really liked mm-hmm. it, you, are, you have to be ready, you know, and, Exactly.
1: And I think that's a very good thing as well, you know, because look, no one like today, we say, oh, the past, that's a hard move. In that book, no one is telling you that. It's just, here's an over and shuffle. Here's a rifle shuffle. Here's a pass. And, and you don't know it's a hard move. And I think already, like, people saying to you, this is a hard move. It's making it harder for you to learn. Because you don't go on, like, I want to get this move down. But you just, you just kind of like, yeah, but that's a hard move. I should be easy on myself. I'll go back tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Instead of just keep going, like, freaking passing like a mad person. Put some metal music on and just, you know. Um, I think not telling people it's a hard move is a good thing. And, but also giving them a hard move to begin with is a good thing. Because you're showing them, oh, by the way, if you really want to master this craft or learn more stuff or do the really cool stuff, you got to learn these moves. Now, I'm not I'm not good at a pass. <laughs> but but, but I, I, can, I can do a spread pass or a turnover pass invisibly. Um, but the classic pass I suck at. But I I just never really used the move for nothing really. So
0: there's something that I, that I that I used to talk you know, with one of my my mentors. You know, like uh, Marcos Alberto de you know, Calderon, and, and uh, it was very interesting because he was like very close to. Um, Apparently, he was very close for, for a period of time to Pepe Carroll. And um, we used to talk about the balance, you know, between how powerful uh, a technique can be, you know, and how difficult a, a technique can be, you know? So people usually, for example, uh, uh, today, uh, a teacher, you know, a professor, Uh, this person uh, teaches you a technique depending on the difficulty of this this technique, you know? So maybe in the fourth class, this person shows you the double lift, for example, you know? Because apparently you only have to get a a break on the two cars, you know, try to keep them together and, you know, turn over two cars as one, like one, you know? And that's all, you know, so our conversation was very interesting because it was like, yeah, it's very, apparently it's very simple, you know, actually it isn't. But the thing is, in the other side of the balance, you have to put how powerful this technique can be, you know, so then the balance is again, you know, like, so this is not a, a technique that an, a very amateur magician should learn. It should be a technique that you should delay on the learning process. That's mm-hmm. why That's why you should learn a pass, not maybe in the beginning, beginning, but very close to the beginning in the learning mm-hmm. process. But you learn a pound between the middle and the ending, you know, in the learning process, because a found is very powerful, but it's quite hard as well if you compare it with other techniques, Do you know what mm-hmm. I
1: mean? Yeah, definitely. And but, but also to get back on it, like people say double lift is easy. That's, that's not true. It's probably it's one of the harder moves in card magic. People say it's easy because, yeah, it's easy to turn over two cards, but, it, but it's a completely different matter to make turning over two cards look exactly the same like you turn over a single card. That's a completely different move. But, but on the other hand, like, look, it's a much more powerful, like like what you say, it's a much more powerful tool. And you're going to be able to use it much better if you have a much greater knowledge and starting point of magic. Otherwise, you learn this really powerful tool all the way in the beginning, but you don't know what to do with it. It's like, here's the power of God. You can do whatever you want, but the only thing that you know how to do is how to make money, you know? It's like, that's cool, but but, but you could do so much more, dude. Yeah,
0: what I always recommend to anyone is like, spend a couple of years in magic maybe three years, whatever, but when I, when I spent like my first four or five years in magic, I tried to find, you know, a mentor and I spent a whole summer in in Malaga where where my family has an apartment and I, and I had my books there and I spent like eight hours every day studying magic. And I and I try to to find the perfection, you know, and to to improve all my techniques. And after this, because before this there was a lecture with three magicians, you know, like uh, the title of the lecture was uh, something like a uh, oh, tribute to the great. Um, masters uh, from Spain, something like that, you know? So there were three magicians. One of them was Miguel Angel Gea. The other two were Miguel Ajo and Jose Quezoyo. Jose it's, a, it's a, a very interesting magician. And Miguel Ajo was the, um, one of the, the, the year that the Eduardo and I won one of the national prizes. He won like the great, uh, in, 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 grand in, in Spain. Well so after this lecture one of my mentors told me study hard this summer and after the summer i will i will teach you so I, w- I was studying you know hardly all during the summer you know eight hours every day boom boom boom, boom, boom. And, and i felt like if every if everyone you know could do this were, everyone would be better you know so i know eight hours is a lot you don't have to do this you know but what i mean is like try to to have a goal, you know, and try to achieve it, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's it's easier than people think, you know. But but you have to have a goal. Like I don't know, you, you said before, like you acting doing 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 the past. I mean, I, I have, I, I really know if, if you have, you know, like the goal to to rehearse every day mm-hmm. the past, you would be Enough. very bad. But but there Enough are all the, the techniques. Goal. Yeah. But, yeah, but but for example, in 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 your case, you don't have you don't have like the the need of of, of doing you know like the pass the classic pass because you have all the yeah. techniques.
1: But that's because I do like yeah exactly like I like you know like you've seen me perform the two moves I use most to control the three moves I use most to control a card, is a side steal, the pulse spread pass, or an overhand shuffle. you see me perform and probably every time i either use that or i use a crimp (laughs) but but because those are all very powerful tools you know yeah
2: so um... and
1: to me aesthetically speaking they give me the ideas i want to give to the audience either the card doesn't move the whole deck is shuffled or i put it back and he didn't touch it anymore or i mean like of course also you have dps or something which i love or bombs like some of the amazing poems you showed me, like the automatic ones are, are dope.
0: <laughs> those are cool. Really, the really more cool. Ones,
1: like, oh my God. <laughs> really cool. But, yeah. but again, those things, that's much further down the learning process.
0: Yeah. But but yeah, it, it's, it's the same, you know, like you have like, I think, there is in the learning process, there is a moment where everyone, you know, like gets gets like very obsessed for for new things or like for very freak things and movements, you know, I think today is more like about um, cardistry movements, you know, and Mm combos and everything in my when when I was studying magic, you know, it it was with with hard techniques, you know, Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I remember, you know, like, double um, things, you know, and um, crazy ideas. and
1: uh, Double color changes and stuff, double ordinance changes. But but, <laughs> but also, like, regarding to this, like, the way that magic culture is going, how it was, where it's going, it was a very good lesson you learned to learn how to hold back. Because otherwise, you're going to be able to, like, you're going to be, like, you learn this technique can do it, can do it, I can sort of do it. And then you go to this place where you think, oh, I can do it. Not realizing that you still have to go this far to be able to make the technique completely invisible and performable. And from here, you immediately go to do something else. You know, yeah. um, but if you don't have to hold back, you keep working on that one thing. And then someone could tell you, oh, yeah, work on this, work on this, work on this. Now it looks good. Okay, now you can go from the almost account to the Jordan account. You know what i think you're finally ready to 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 learn a double lift whatever but but it's important to hold back to learn that to make everything you do impeccable and that's also what many great masters say it's better to be able to do 10 routines with perfection than to be able to do a hundred just yeah. yeah that's why
0: it's very important as well that people people who are studying magic, you know, um, when, when they, when they go to, to learn magic, you know, the school of magic or just in the, in the meeting group, you know, that the magic that they see in this group, it has to be like the same level that they are going to learn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let, 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 let What let do you, explain. what do you mean? Do you, do yeah. you mean
1: like if, if, um, you're going to teach someone magic you should show them what they could possibly learn and not what they could do in 10 years
0: more or less for example if they go to a magic show or if they go to see you to perform in a, in a show whatever they are going to see like different magic with different levels of difficulty and everything No, you know but if if you're a professor um and i am an amateur i am i need uh, a starter you know a beginner and a beginner and you are going to teach me, and you have like level one, level two, level three, level four, and today is my first class, in the first class, even if I ask you at the end of the class, well, can you, can you perform something for me, I I I just want to see some magic, Mm -hmm. everything should be from level one, maybe as a, as a, as a, I don't know, as a maybe just one little thing from a different level, like maybe level two or three. But why do I say that? Because maybe a magic circle is different, you know, and it doesn't matter, but I'm talking about a personal classes classes or personal groups, you know, like private groups of magic, because because the, the student, have to be, you know, very into the thing, you know, face to face with the thing. So if mm-hmm. they feel like the magic that they are learning is really powerful, if they are very, very, for example, I remember when I was learning, you know, like the, the MSL account, you know, uh, there, there were people who, who didn't know how to do the Mslay account and they used to to hold the, the packet. In the same way that they used to to hold the packet, the, the deck of cards for the diagonal count. So they could they couldn't do you know like themsley account because they had like a very strange position of the hand. Mm-hmm. Why? Because maybe they were learning the GPS before themsley account, you know. So that's why. Um, I remember you know seeing you know a very simple thing you know using just anonymously account and being so amazed saying like, wow, this is amazing, you know? And mm-hmm.
1: this is important. But I mean, on a completely different level, it also motivates someone more to uh, learn more about magic because they see you do this and maybe at the end of the semester they can do the same thing. At the end of the level, but, they can do the same thing.
0: Like a, like, an ext- of... like an extra motivation, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, because now they can do it. Like, wow! But then, what's more, there you know that question comes up, or, or even it's if you would show them something from level five or six, and they're level one, they're gonna go like, how am I ever gonna do this? Like, like this is much too difficult. I'm, I'm like they can even get discouraged from seeing that, or they wanna do it too bad, and they start rushing through everything because they think this is the goal, and they can never do it because they're they have been rushing through this whole thing to learn magic so but but at the same time they also don't appreciate maybe what you can do with those moves because if you say if you, the more you know about magic sometimes the, the less amazing certain things become so if you know a lot about magic you've been doing it for 10 or 20 years you show people things of course for you much different things are amazing or cool than for people who are just learning it but those people will never start to appreciate the simple small little things in magic because you're showing them now something that you learned after 20 years of studying can finally do so you're not building their appreciation it's much cooler that 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 when they have these memories of these feelings of fuck but, but 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 you know like how and then when they're studying it, they can remember how it made them feel. And even if in three years they tell you, yeah, but that's just a stupid account." you go like, yeah, yeah, but, but how did that make you feel when you saw that for the first time and they go like, oh, that's why we use this move.
0: Yeah. What about books?
1: In what way? What? What about books? Yeah, but what about books? Like what? Like,
0: yeah, what do you
1: think? You love them? Do you want to fuck what, what, them? What, Do you want to burn no, them? What, what about books? Uh, what
0: books do you think are the 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 good ones to to study? You know.
1: That's also a trap. What do you What do you want to study? I mean, see, yeah, because
0: because in English is different than in Spanish.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. But look, like like this depends very much on where you at because still, if like, it depends on your budget also. Because if someone would ask me um now with things that are in print and out of print right now, Rico, I'm a complete beginner. I want to learn about magic. Which book shall I get? Tell them get Royal Roads first. Finish that book. Then move on to expert card technique. If you can do Royal roads. you're better than 90% of the magicians out there. If you can do everything in Expert Card Technique, you're better than 99% of all the magicians out there. Other than that, there are amazing books, depends what you want to get. If you want to know a lot of tricks, especially things with packets, get the Brother John Hammond book. The book is beautiful for that. But if you want to learn more about how to be natural, how to be yourself in terms of technique, study Fernand. In general, Fernand is great. I mean, I'm a very big Fernand fan. One of my first, my first magic book ever was from Fernand. That's why I love Fernand. But at the same time, when you've been doing that for a longer while, like you've, maybe you've read Royal Road, Expert Card Technique, and then you moved on to Fernand. And then you moved on to, um, to let's say, some stuff from Marlo, because you want to learn some more moves. Then at one point it becomes very essential to pick up either Ascanio or Tommy Wander. Tommy Wander because he's gonna make you have some realizations which are gonna hurt like don't think your audience is stupid but also don't play too much with their emotions because if you do a trick magician in trouble and you play this too far they're gonna feel hurt because they're gonna feel like I just trusted this guy, I was rooting for him, I was doing everything, I wanted him to, 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 to make this work, and this fucking asshole all the time was just manipulating me to get a reaction because he knew all the time it was going to be alright.
2: Yeah.
1: But, but so so those are important realizations, when you start performing more. Same thing with Scania, it's important when you start performing more because you can start to understand. This is the structure of a routine. This is what makes a good routine. This is what makes a bad one. Those are important things to understand. But you have to be performing magic to get the full grasp of Ascanio. You cannot know nothing about magic, pick up Ascanio, read through the book, and expect to know, like, understand the theory without having ever performed for anyone other than your mom. You know, you have to perform for more people. And that was why for me like a really great lesson was I learned magic when I was still in school I learned it through YouTube which which I'm very open about I would say if you have the choice if you see this get books guess why I wrote the card magic if you say I'm not the book kind of guy get Paul Wilson's Royal I wrote the card magic the study course it's a video together with the book study that I didn't I did it through YouTube it made in the beginning, it made me learn a lot of awesome tricks, which I could perform a lot. And that part, performing a lot, really helped me because every day on school, to different people, when I was 15, in the breaks, whenever I didn't have class, I was performing magic. So I was probably performing two, three hours a day, magic nonstop.
0: You were the popular of the school? <laughs>
1: no, 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 just the magician. But that was cool because, because at one point, like sometimes, it yeah, was really cool. Sometimes I would go by. And I would look weird at someone, and this, this guy would scream at me like, Yeah, man, what the fuck are you looking at? Come at me, come at me, bro, come at me, motherfucker. And then all his friends around him would look to him and say, Dude, shut the fuck up, he's the magician, he's cool. Or the crib. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they were, they were like, shut up, maybe he doesn't show us tricks anymore, he wanted to see tricks. And his friends would start fighting with him for me, and I was like, oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. Um But 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 learning magic through YouTube in some way then also f- fucked some things up for me because I learned technique in the wrong way, I learned to do a wrong double lift. I made it more difficult to learn it. And then when I learned books, got books already very quickly, I bound the found a good fundamental. But I didn't have a mentor, but but I, I saw videos of Michael Vincent who is very good friends with both from, of us. From who, from who? <laughs> um, um, he's like, uh, wait. Michael Vincent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, M- Mike, Mike, Finn, your friend? Yeah,
0: he's my
1: friend. He's from, is it like, like, Glasgow? No, no. No? It's
0: from London.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I met you the first time together with, uh. Do
0: you know this country, uh, England, the one who who is in the Euro Cup? Wait, wait, wait. Which one is yours?
1: Wait, oh. you, mean, you mean the one who, uh, yeah, we, we well, lost in England, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, it doesn't matter. We were out. Um. OK. Fuck this joke. <laughs> No, look, but, 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 um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my
1: God. I don't care. I mean, uh, before, yeah. before I came, became friends with Mike, I saw a video of him on, on the fullest video. And this was the first time when I thought uh, that that's how far you can take slide event. The first time I ever saw this, Cause, 'Cause I started because I saw a video of David Blaine, then I saw later, like much later video of my like fuck, what is what is he doing to to get where he is? Because before I was very big into video games and I learned like I played StarCraft a lot, it was like Masters, which is like top one percent of the world in that game. And this is a strategy game, so you have to really like analyze every match that you play to in order to become good at the game, which is something that taught me a lot for magic, because it taught me how to analyze movements, how to analyze myself and how to become better. But it also teaches you, look, if you want to become better, you analyze these people who are really good at this thing, see what they're doing, you first copy exactly what they're doing, and then once you understand that, you're gonna do your own thing. So I was like, I wanna do what this guy is doing. What is he reading? What is he doing? And I found out he's reading Fernan books and he is reading old magic book so like, okay i'm gonna do that But fernan but but like the inner cards with jim fernan i also got dorian ortiz's book like lessons in card mastery because mike is big on dorian ortiz and i just went from there you know and like you don't have to start with a specific book but just like you said like i mean i would recommend Royal i wrote but but for a complete beginner but like you said it's good to have a mentor but not everyone has the opportunity to have a mentor cause they either might be dead, they might not be near you or you don't have a budget for one I mean if you're really passionate and you're doing a great job people want to do it for free but you have to become friendly with them, be interested in them and there there is a great pleasure in teaching people things but you cannot go around, never write these people a message and say do you want to give me free coaching? Because those people get that so much that that's so annoying, because it shows them that you don't appreciate their time. Rather, you would want to learn some magic, or, um, and and maybe meet them one day, or ask them to have dinner with you or lunch. It's on you. I just want to talk about magic. Ask you some questions. Want to learn how to become better? Can can we go to dinner? Or I would love to meet you. I love your work whatever, or or um, a simple question, they also don't mind answering. Not, not don't ask people, why did you learn that routine? That's an annoying question that, 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 that shows them that, hey, um, I saw you do this routine, I wanna do it as well. And they're like, motherfucker, I studied 20 years to get this thing down. I can tell you, but it's not gonna help you. But rather ask them, hey, I'm a starting magician. I, I, I enjoy this and this style. I like this and this type of magic. I started with magic because of this. I have these in these books, and I'm sort of stuck where I should go next. What what book do you think I should buy? Like What do you think would help me? Just very honest. And they, usually, then people are very awesome. And they just tell you, like, hey, man, thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for your lovely work, words about my work. Um, if you have those books and you like this and this magician, maybe it's an interesting point to check out these books. See so yeah. that's a way. But but a different way is a lot of magicians that you see today that you might enjoy or you want to be like them, they are out on podcasts. They are out on blogs. They have maybe even YouTube videos where they're talking about these things. So another very good thing is just look around in the magic world, look at some performances and at one point, you're just going to choose one guy that speaks to your soul, speaks to your being and to your mind. And you go like, I want to learn what he's doing. And you just go tunnel fishing, look what he's doing, look what he's reading. If you can't find it, find some really nice, kind, interesting things to say about his performance write him a message tell him all those things that you enjoy tell him where you at and what he did to get there yeah in most cases you're going to be able to find it and just go tunnel fishing go freaking straight ahead and just read what he was reading do what he was doing and undoubtedly you're going to get to where that person is
0: and patient it's very important as well you know like I mean, like sometimes you you really want to meet someone, but you don't know why, you know? You are like a fun girl, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, you're like, oh, I want to meet him. <laughs> it's like, but why? Why? You
1: but know? I don't know, man. Like, like I still want to meet Tamariz, for example. But yeah, I but was I just imagining, like, if Tamariz would randomly be in my audience, I would be scared as fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd but be the thing so
1: is, fucking scared.
0: No, the, the thing is, why do you want to meet, to meet this kind of people? Because, for example, the, there are some people, it happens with Tamaris, but when you are close to Tamariz, maybe, maybe when he was, now it's different, because now I guess he, he, he doesn't have like this energy that he used to have in the past, you know? Uh, because now he's a little bit older than some years ago, you know? Um, but some years ago, <laughs> when when he used to be with him, he used to, I don't know, to, 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 to have like an energy, you know, and you used to feel like, what the heck, you know, he's like, like a legend, you know, it's like, so, mm-hmm. so the thing is, so, sometimes you feel like very weird, you know, and...
1: of course. Pull
0: back, you know. Sometimes, so I, I'm <laughs> not saying about him or the the thing is, try to be, try to be conscious about what do you want to to do with, with this opportunity, you know. Uh, yeah, but also because, try to
1: be conscious, I guess, when you're meeting someone that um, they're also just a person.
0: Yeah,
2: of
1: course. So shit, they also go to bed, and but they're just one person that's really good at this.
0: Yeah. Um. These these people, they have their lives and their conceptions and everything, you know. Like, I always I I always remember, you know, like uh, Miguel Gomez's story about the uh, initiation ritual. Did I ever tell you? Uh, no, story tell That's the the best one ever. He <laughs> it has a show. It's like anthology of the Spanish car magic. It's a very beautiful, very beautiful show about about builds that he does um, to Spanish uh, magicians, you know. And um, he starts with a ritual, okay? He's shuffling the deck. Um, he does like poker demonstration. Um, he has like poker um, royal flush, whatever, you know. He's shuffling the deck, real shuffles, and in the end uh, of the routine, the, the deck is in order, okay? But he starts with a four-year deck, of cards, and he opens, it's sealed, and it's, he opens the deck and everything with Flamenco music, is like very, with, with many details and everything. You know? And he performs like eight fire shuffles, rifle fire shuffles eight rifle shuffles during the, the 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 ritual you know and there was a spanish magician and i'm going to say his name and he said like in a very clocky way miguel why don't you do like a um, saro shuffle like the way you know like in a very funny way. <laughs> Why well, don't you do a uh, uh, sorrow shuffles? And Nigel said, you didn't understand anything. <laughs> it's a ritual. <laughs> it's like, um, the other guy was uh, um, uh, pupils, pupil marries student yeah like i said you didn't understand anything you know so, so so the thing is um about the same story uh, i remember once um, miguel gomez was lecturing you know and, uh, and he said in the lecture any any other question to the, to the audience in the lecture and a additional said could you perform the, uh, the initiation ritual you know like the number that you perform in the show and He said okay let's go with another thing <laughs> like it's an initiation ritual and he, he got like very angry so because because many people you know are like not giving the importance that, uh, to the ritual you know it's like initiation ritual you know
1: exactly
0: removing the seal you know opening the deck like in the context of the show like with the People in the in the place with the, with with everything, you know, and it has to to be done with the with the shuffles, you know, with the specific shuffles and and everything. So, but so yeah, so so a met a a mentor, you know, master has to transmit this to the student, you know. So that's the way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, so I guess that was all for my part.
1: I think that's, that's a good me. ending.
0: <laughs> yeah. All so right, guys. guys. Thank, thank you so much for being here today. Rico's going to um, tell you something.
1: Yeah, so, um so, yes. Who's who, who, who the guy from oh yeah um yeah um soup is really (laughs) um no anyway guys uh thank you so much for watching Uh, i want to thank all of our patreons for supporting this podcast and lastly, yeah, if you liked or you enjoyed this podcast and you got through to, through to the last part where I was making a bad joke and fucking around and you didn't already click us away, which the chance is very highly of that, then please, if you liked it, like our, like our podcast, subscribe, share it with your friends. Anything of those things you can do would really, really help us out a lot. Thank you for watching and we hope to see you next time. Thank you. Oh wait, 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 wait. Now it's my turn. No, 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 it's my turn, motherfucker. No, but you
0: have to count and then you have to say action.
1: Oh, three, two, one. It's action. Oh, three, two, one,
2: action.